And welcome into the Lifeline Morning Show. I'm Stephen. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. Well, I love getting your day started off on the right foot. And with weather like today, I mean, it's just, it's feeling so good out there. It just, I'm telling you, as soon as you walk out the door, it's like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> so to add to that, I want to give you a reason to be happy. I want to give you a reason to keep moving today. I've got an inspiring quote for you. It's of all people from Dolly Parton, who says this, if you're comfortable with yourself and know yourself, you're going to shine and radiate and other people are going to be drawn to you. Wow. Yeah, you know, that's the way we should be, especially as Christians, because we know who and whose we are. And there are promises. There are all these things that God says about us throughout the Bible. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. And you know what? He paid a high price for us to redeem us back to himself. It's a pretty big deal. When you realize just who you are in Christ, wow, you can be confident. Now, I'm not saying arrogant. I'm saying confident in who you are, in your identity. We have that help, don't we? And we have that hope at the same time. Knowing that we are the apple of his eye, it really helps us to move forward. This whole idea of woe is me, I just don't feel like I'll ever measure up. No, put that to the side. That's done. Hey, when you accepted Christ, you were grafted into a family where you are loved and you can be confident in your identity because God tells you who you are. Aren't you glad about that? We don't tell ourselves who we are. No, he defines us. So live life by his definition today and you can be confident and you will radiate and you will shine and people will be drawn to you. Most of the time when you deposit a payroll check, well, it doesn't go in automatically, does it? No, usually you have to wait about a day unless you do a cash deposit. But you see, Jason, he didn't really know much about that. He thought, hey, he deposited his check, the money's gonna be there, so he went grocery shopping. Well, he was in for a startling surprise when he got up to the uh, cashier. And the cashier said, I'm sorry, you have insufficient funds. He's like, what? But then there was a voice from behind him who said, hey, I got you. He said, no, you probably don't know how much this is. <laughs> More next. It seems like with the way we have technology sorted these days that once you deposit a payroll check, it should be available immediately, but that's simply not the case. Depending on your bank, it takes a certain amount of time for that money to make it into your account to be available for you to spend it. But that's something that Jason, well, he didn't really know about. He said, I really don't deposit checks that often. So uh, I didn't know it could take a day or so. But you see, I just deposited my check and an hour later, I'm standing in line at the grocery store. And these groceries were way more expensive than a Starbucks cup of coffee. <laughs> so as I was there, I met this guy in line. I just said, hello, I was friendly to him. And then my turn came and the cashier rang me up and her computer said I had insufficient funds. And this guy behind me who I said hi to just a couple minutes ago, speaks up and says, I got you. I said, no, you don't. You probably didn't hear the price. He responded, yes, sir, I did. And I got you. Wow. <laughs> he said, I scrambled in my car to give him my business card so I could repay him. He said, no problem. But it is a problem to me owing money to anyone. 
But the point of this is he just stepped up for a complete stranger. He should be recognized. That's the reason why Jason James Boudreaux went ahead and posted about this interaction over on Facebook. And with a little help, <laughs> he was able to find Kevin Jones, the guy who helped him out. They have become fast friends. It was just a chance encounter at the grocery store where the one guy says, hey, I see you have a need. I'm ready to help you. I got you. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah, we all have that opportunity to impact somebody's life in a positive way. And you never know, you might just make yourself a new friend in the middle of it. But these two, I'm looking at pictures of them, smiling ear to ear, and they get together from time to time. In fact, Kevin came over to, um, well, Jason's parents' house for a family get together. Yeah, and it was also Kevin's birthday, so they were able to celebrate his birthday too. How cool is that? <laughs> good stuff. Hey, I just have to share good news when I find it because there's plenty of negative out there. I hope that put a smile on your face and warmed your heart a little bit. And it gives you a little, I don't know, motivation to do something similar today. Be the hands and feet of Jesus in your world and watch people's faces light up. Yeah, you have that power. How is it that our kids are so stinking smart when it comes to technology? They've got everything figured out already, don't they? Sometimes they even amaze us. They show us some tips and tricks and shortcuts. It's like, how did you know that? But they thrive on it, don't they? I'm about to bring you the story of one three-year-old who has really got a grasp on it. Yep, and mom's kind of annoyed by it. So <laughs> let's get into this story coming up next. Ah, oh, the power of persuasion. Yeah, you know, when you can get somebody to do what you want them to do. Yeah, there's some people who are really good at that, right? Some salesmen could sell, uh, I don't know, iced Eskimos. They don't need the ice, but they make them feel so good about buying it. <laughs> well, let me tell you, there's a little three-year-old who is learning a little bit about how to persuade certain people in her life. And you know this age-old thing that happens in your house. If mom says no... Well, you better believe dad's about to get asked the same question without knowing that mom already said no, right? Because these little ones, they're trying to figure out how to get their way. They want something and they don't want you standing in their way. So they're going to try their best. Well, this three-year-old, the audacity she had. Oh my goodness. It involves technology. You know, when I was a kid, I didn't have an iPad. I couldn't just, you know, reach out and, and, and talk to my grandmother at any time like this three-year-old could. Here, I'll just let her mama kind of uh, lay it all out for you. Let's see what you think about this. Y'all, so my three-year-old just asked me to get her a Happy Meal, and I was like, no, we're not getting a Happy Meal right now. Guess what she did? This child got on her iPad and FaceTimed her grandma and said, can you please DoorDash me a Happy Meal? So look what is on my doorstep five minutes later. Happy Meals. Yes. Three Happy Meals showed up, one for each member of the family. <laughs> Granny's got everybody covered because, hey, that little girl, how can you say no? Now, she probably didn't know that mom said that she couldn't have the Happy Meal, but it's just so funny. You can use technology for so many things. And this little girl really knows how to work the system, doesn't she? <laughs> I'm loving these comments I'm seeing. Now, the lady who posted this over on TikTok, she goes by Coley, C-O-L-E-E. -E, and uh, you can find her there. <laughs> and she put as the caption on this video, the definition of spoiled, LOL. But one of these comments really 
got me. This is lovely. This genius. If she's smart enough for this, she can definitely do her own laundry. <laughs> this is so good. I had to share it with you. I'm sure that your kid has done something similar, kind of taking you off guard. Yeah, it's okay, mom and dad. <laughs> we can laugh about it, right? Say it with me in three, two, one. Give me the horn. That's right. Let's go ahead and crank this engine. It's time to start the car line competition. Are you ready to play? I sure hope so. I got a question here that could land you not three, but six gift cards. Yep, we've got Gunnersville Chick-fil-A, Albertville Home Bakery, and the Caring Heart Thrift Center in Arab. Oh yeah, it's gonna be fun. Let's do this thing. The first question of today's car line competition goes as follows. What is the hardest substance in our body? Is it the femur bone, tooth enamel, the collarbone, or your fingernails? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Again, what's the hardest substance in our body? Is it the femur bone, tooth enamel, the collarbone, or fingernails? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Waiting to hear from you right now. In the meantime, Colton Dixon, build a boat. You know what? Sometimes you have the right answer and sometimes you don't have the right answer. It's okay. It's all right to get it wrong from time to time. 88.5 JFM, good morning. Good morning. Hey, Christina Miles, what's up? What's up? Oh, not a whole. Okay, so the question is, what is the hardest substance in our body? Is it the femur bone, the tooth enamel, collarbone, or fingernails? Your fingernails? Oh, Christina, nope, that is the wrong oh. answer. Nice try, though. Thanks for calling and playing. I figured it would be, though. I know, right? You'd think so, but that's not the answer they're I'm looking hard. for. Sometimes they're pretty hard to cut. <laughs> they are. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, hey, thanks for calling. You're welcome. All right, have Thank a great you. one. But sometimes when you need a fingernail gone, you have to bite it off. Ooh, could that be a hint? Could that be a hint as to the answer? Hmm, what's the hardest substance in our body? Is it the femur bone, tooth enamel, the collarbone, or fingernails? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. I've got a caller right now. All right, stay on the phone with me while I start this next song. I'll get your answer. Oh, how sweet, how sweet it is to trust in you, Jesus. They are very crafty with their words, aren't they? The name of the song is Honey in the Rock, and they're singing how sweet it is to trust in you, Jesus. I love that. But you know what? Dentists, they don't like sweet stuff. In fact, they say, hey, stay away from that or you're going to get cavities. Just so happens I talked with somebody who has a little bit of a phobia of dentists. And um, yeah, it was a tooth question that I just asked her. <laughs> You've got to hear this conversation. So stick around. We'll get to it next right after Toby Mac and Blessing Offer with The Goodness right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. Thanks so much for hanging out with me this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Who am I talking to? Ashley Hodges. All right. Did you hear Christina and her attempt at answering this question? Um, I kind of did. Okay, I cool. Was to the kiddos. Gotcha. So fingernails is off the board. That's not the right answer. So what's the hardest substance in our body? Is it the femur bone, tooth enamel, or the collarbone? It's the enamel. It is the enamel. <laughs> yeah. When's the last time you chipped a tooth? Um, it was a while ago. Not a very good feeling, is it? 
No, it's not. Yee, this stuff is really hard. Did you get it fixed? Yes, I did. Okay. I, I have a phobia of dentists, so oh. it was very um, antagonizing for me to go to the dentist. I got you. Now, I, I don't like dentists at all. Now, did it chip up front where it's really visible, or was it in the back somewhere? No, it was the back. Okay. And uh, I actually had a feeling in that tooth um, previously, and so it they had to fix it pretty, they had to like, redo the whole thing. Wow. That's a lot yeah. of work. That dentist had to be all up in there, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not but fun. I had gas, so I was okay. Yes, that gas is awesome. I love the happy gas. When I was a kid, oh, that stuff was so good. Hey, quick story. It actually happened to me one day that I was supposed to have a filling. So they put me under the happy gas. I was about halfway gassed when all of a sudden I hear a tornado siren. There was bad weather coming through the area. So here I am, half lit, <laughs> going to the tornado <laughs> shelter. It's like, what? <laughs> Yeah. Oh my goodness. That was a, uh, a very memorable or almost not memorable day. Anyway, um, yeah, your correct answer. You just won three gift cards. Uh, this is your opportunity to really shout some people out, to share some love on the radio because you won six gift cards. You got a few to give away. So tell me about two people in your life. Oh, well, I want to do a little payback, I think. Oh. You know, Montgomery's been, Montgomery's been, you know, hammering his sister pretty good about. <laughs> So I, I think that I should shout him out. All right. Very cool. Any any uh, passive aggressive things you want to say about him like he does for his sister? Oh, let's see. <laughs> he is the sweetest, kindest, most overrun, little boy <laughs> that I've ever met in my entire life. And I'm not hungry. <laughs> Did you hear what he said? I didn't. What did he say? He said, I get it from me, Mom. Oh, so he gets it honest. <laughs> oh, my. Um, wow. he, he truly does. Um, <laughs> but, yes, but I do love him very much, and he is a joy in my life. And then, of course, my beautiful daughter that's sitting in the back right now, she is she is stubborn, and um, but we don't say stubborn at my house. We call it determination. There you go. So it's a positive word, because they are positive things, you know. If you're stubborn, then you're going to be determined in life. That's right. So, um, but um, I'm going to pass the gift cards along. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, we can do that. All six of them? Yeah, all six of them. Okay. Yeah. Well, we can do that. Well, thank you so much for calling. That was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, of course. We awesome. love calling in. I told them I was going to call in and pay them back this morning for a couple of things they said. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Absolutely love it. Thanks for listening. Y'all have a wonderful day. You're welcome. Have a good day. All right. Bye. Bye. So much fun. Mom getting back at the son, who's always getting at the daughter. It was really a blast. Thanks again for calling this morning. It's always a load of fun hearing from the whole family. Well, tell you what, I've got another question here. I don't know. Maybe you want to cash in on these gift cards that keep rolling over. I mean, because that was a total of six, and she just rolled those over. So three more. That's nine gift cards? What? Yep. You stand a chance of winning nine gift cards for answering this question right here which is the most abundant natural gas in our atmosphere is it nitrogen oxygen carbon dioxide or helium 256-505-0885 is the number to call again what's the most abundant natural gas in our atmosphere is it nitrogen oxygen carbon dioxide or helium 256-505-0885 is the number to call. There's my caller. All right, I'm going to capture that call. 
Stay on the phone line with me while I start this next song. I'll get your answer. There's Sanctus Real and Francesca Battistelli with Won't Let Me Go. Right now, it's about 52 degrees in Scottsboro, 58 in Gunnersville and Boaz. It's 61 already in Coleman and Bluntsville. And hey, just wanted to pass along a little word of, of maybe wisdom here. If you don't have a uh, weather alert app on your smart device, can I recommend one for you? It's from our friends at WAFF 48. It's the WAFF 48 First Alert Weather App. It's an amazing resource to help make sure you're in the know when it comes to severe weather, which we might be having tonight. So again, that's WAFF 48 First Alert Weather App. Now, your word of life is a good one today. Yeah, have you heard it already? Well, here, just in case you haven't, um, James 3, verse 13, in the New Living Translation of the Bible says, if you are wise and understand God's ways, prove it by living an honorable life, doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom. Wow, that's a good one, isn't it? A little bit of a challenge there, but you understand as you live a little longer through this life how important humility really is. So exercising that, sometimes it's hurtful. Sometimes it just doesn't feel good, but you know what? We've got to. So can you take that challenge? Maybe even share that word of life with somebody today? We'd greatly appreciate it. We've got it for you on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok, and it's always at the top of our website, 885jfm.com. Well, hey, we're in the middle of this car line competition, and I had a question here. It has to do with natural gases in our atmosphere, and I got an answer, and I could see where somebody would think that this was the correct answer, but it wasn't the one I was looking for. Carbon dioxide is the Earth's most important greenhouse gas. It's a gas that absorbs and radiates heat, unlike these other gases which make up most of our atmosphere. So carbon dioxide is not the correct answer. So let's take that one off the board, and here are your options. Which is the most abundant natural gas in our atmosphere? Is it nitrogen, oxygen, or helium? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Let me know the right answer, and you are going to win nine gift cards. That's right. We've got three to Gunnersville Chick-fil-A, three to Albertville Home Bakery, and three to the Caring Heart Thrift Store in Arab. And there's my caller. Stay on the phone line with me while I start this next song, and I'll get your answer. Here's Ann Wilson with Hey Girl. I love hearing from people who've never played before. They finally get comfortable enough to call in, and they're not so nervous, and we have a blast. And let me tell you, this conversation was really cool. Take a listen to how it all went down. Good morning. Good morning. Who am I talking to? Julia. Julia. All right, Julia. Are you headed to school? Yes, sir. What school do you go to? All right, what grade are you in? Ninth. Ninth grade. And what are you looking forward to about school today? Getting out of school. (laughs) (laughs) Tell it like it is. That's right. Getting out. (laughs) All right. Well, let's see if we can have a little fun this morning. I got this question, and I think you've got the answer for me. And if so, you're going to stand a chance of winning nine gift cards. So here we go. Which is the most abundant natural gas in our atmosphere? Is it nitrogen? Oxygen or helium? Oxygen. Oxygen is not the answer I'm looking for. Oh no, oh, Julia. Oh. Wow. Is this the first time you've called me? Yes, sir. Okay, I thought so. We are going to give you a second chance, Julia. All right, so it's not oxygen. So which is it? Is it nitrogen or helium? 
Nitrogen. Nitrogen is right. Congratulations. Yes, we got you there. You just won nine gift cards, Julia. What do you think about that? <laughs> I don't know. This is good. <laughs> good. Yeah. You know what? We love this because it's your opportunity to shout some people out on the radio. Because we want you to keep, you know, one, two, three of these gift cards and give the others away to really be a blessing to somebody. So I wonder, could you tell me about two very special people in your life? Shout them out here on the radio. Oh, Bailey Irby and Tatum Irby. Oh, cool. The Irbys. What do you love about Bailey? And then what do you love about Tatum? Bailey's sweet and Tana's sweet too. <laughs> They're both sweet. The sweet Irby girls. I got you. I got you. Well, it sounds like <laughs> your best friends. Uh huh. Oh, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing some love today here on the radio. I, I just need to get your address. I'll get these gift cards sent your way. Julia Youngblood, thanks again for calling me today. So glad you were able to win some gift cards. And hey, call me again sometime. All right. <laughs> All right, hey, I've got another opportunity to win some gift cards coming up here on the show. So stick around. We'll get to it coming up shortly. In the meantime, more great music. Mercy me. Then Christ came. 88.5 JFM, the Lifeline Morning Show. I'm Steven. Hey, I've got a question for you. This one could land you three gift cards. One to Gunnersville Chick-fil-A, one to Albertville Home Bakery, one to the Caring Heart Thrift Store in Arab. Yeah, so here we go. Here is your question. How many bones does an earthworm have in their bodies? One, two, three, or earthworms ain't got no bones in their body. None. Which one is it? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Again, how many bones does an earthworm have in their bodies? One, two, three, or none. 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Waiting on your call right now. Here's Chris Tomlin and Thomas Red. Now your word of life. Today from James chapter 3, verse 13, in the New Living Translation of the Bible, it says, if you are wise and understand God's ways, prove it by living an honorable life, doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom. Wow, what exactly does that mean with humility that comes from wisdom? Well, the longer you live on this earth, the more you realize that humility is a big deal. And sometimes it's really hard to exercise it, you know? Sometimes you just don't have time for that. But God says, hey, this is part of it. Can you exercise it today? Can you take the challenge that was given out by that word of life? Yeah, I know you can. And why don't you share it with somebody too? We've got it ready for you on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. And it's always at the top of our website, 885jfm.com. Of course, that's the place to go to listen to us as well. Whenever you're away from your radio or outside of our listening area, click that on now button, press play, and you're good to go. Right now, we've got people hanging out with us from Helsinki, Finland. Also, plenty of places right here in North Alabama, from Arab to Gunnersville, down in Albertville. We've got Woodville, Texas hanging on, and we've got Joel Modest down in Palm Coast, Florida hanging out too. So whether you're listening to us on the radio or on the stream, I just want to make sure that you understand we're thankful for you. You're a part of our story. Almost 28 years now of reaching the world with some really good news. Here's Zach Williams with Heart of God. I got one question for you. Yes? Are you feeling lucky? I hope so. All right. We're going to see if you're going to get this thing right. All right. So um, first off, what is your opinion on worms? Um, They're kind of creepy. I get that. 
They're kind of slimy, right? Mm-hmm. You ever use one to go fishing with before? I do. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. So fish love them. Here's my question for you. How many bones does an earthworm have in their body? Is it one, two, three, or none? I'm going to say none. None is correct. Yep, that's the answer Yay. I'm looking for. <laughs> Congratulations. You just won three gift cards. What do you think about that? That's pretty great. Yeah, what's your name? My name is Jennifer Frazier. Jennifer Frazier. Very good. Who would have thunk? Just knowing a little fact about earthworms would win you gift cards this morning. Go figure, right? That's great. <laughs> well, hey, this is what I love about it. We want you to keep one of these gift cards and give the other two away to two very special people. In fact, I'd love if you could shout those two people out on the radio right now. My friend Stacia and my boss, Kim Kilpatrick, because I love what she does at House Hope. Oh, very cool. All right, so tell me something about Stacia. Well, she's an overcomer. Like, no matter what, she's stayed the course. Yeah. She's an inspiration. That is awesome. And then you said the other one has a lot to do with what? What was the place you talked about? House of Hope. She's the director and founder. Very cool. So um, what do you think about that ministry? Are they doing a good job? Absolutely. It changed my life. That is great to hear. Thank you for calling this morning. Thanks for shouting out some people on the radio. Could I ask you one more question, Jen? Absolutely. Why do you listen to this radio station? Because it's uplifting and it's very encouraging. Oh, thank you for listening. You're the reason why we're here. Have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you so much. All right. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. It has been a blast playing today's car line competition. Thank you to everybody who called in and played. And uh, yet we'll be doing it again tomorrow. So your chance to win is coming up then. But just a few more facts because I'm feeling exceptionally weird right now about earthworms. Earthworms. Yeah. So, you know... I was wondering, I needed a little more information about these earthworms. They have no bones. So how many brains do they have? You know, it's a common misconception that earthworms have two brains, but they don't. They have two cerebral ganglia, which form one brain. But how many hearts does an earthworm have? Uh, Five. Five hearts. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, the little things you kind of forget about when you get out of school. You ever dissected an earthworm before? kind of gross right but pretty intricate little little creatures you know it's so funny how intricate all these things are for somebody who just thinks that life is uh, some kind of cosmic mistake that everything came from ooze i have a hard time believing that because there's a lot of creativity that went into making all of these little critters and into making us so i don't know it's just one of those things makes me really see the craftiness of our god how he made everything. He called everything into existence. Pretty cool stuff, right? Yeah. All right. Hey, more great music headed your way. I've got Elevation Worship with Same God. It starts right here, right now on the Lifeline Morning Show on your 88.5 JFM, making your day better. We just got finished talking about worms on the car line competition. And you know what? It's brought back a few memories and it even inspired a phone call. So stick around. We're all going to learn how to fiddle for worms coming up shortly right here on the show (laughs) you're gonna love this we've got a really good friend around here his name is bud williams and we talk about all kinds of stuff we've talked about sasquatch we've talked about snakes we've talked about all kinds of things and so on that last car line competition question we were talking a little bit about earthworms right how that uh, they have no bones in their body 
and they've got like five hearts and they've got one brain and it, it's crazy but you know there's a lot of practical advice that can come with worms yeah like when you go fishing they make terrific bait fish love those things well bud had a little something to say about how to go find those worms to go fishing with here take a listen you go to the woods you take it a hand saw uh-huh and you cut you down a little bitty sapling little bitty tree and take it and rub it across the stump the hand saw with a stump uh-huh and it jars the ground and earthworms comes up out of the ground earthworms is about 10 or 11 inches long they're them long worms that comes up out of the ground either that or take your rock and rub on top of it and then it makes a vibrating noise yeah vibrates the ground and makes them come up what do they call that i'm fiddling, fiddling worms fiddling for worms now be honest with me have you ever accidentally um fiddled up a snake instead of a worm i picked up one one time <laughs> we fed them worms and i picked up a little it was a rat snake little bitty yeah it like a worm uh-huh and he was just and we jarred him out of the ground he came up with a worm yep you know in other places of the country instead of using a saw they'll use a file and they'll call it worm grunting because it makes that kind of grunting sound yeah, I, a, a big rock rub on top of it exactly yeah it's pretty cool Whenever you need some fishing bait, you just go fiddling for worms. You can usually get them. You go to a good place like the holler down there at Short Creek. You know where Short Creek's at? Yeah. Where the ranger station and all's at? Uh-huh. That's a good place to fiddle them. I fiddled them in there, but if I'd have got caught cutting down a little tree, mm-hmm. I'd been in trouble. Do you know why? Because it's part property. Yep. Now, good. I hope nobody didn't hear that. <laughs> I don't think anybody tell on you, bud. But that's that's been years, though. I got you. So there it is. How to fiddle for worms. Now you know. <laughs> you got a handsaw and a little bucket. Well, you are in luck. You could have some good fishing on your hands there. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with me. Thanks again, bud, for calling me this morning. Here's Apollo LTD with Soul Worth Saving. Matthew 19, 14 says, Let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. And it is so refreshing to know that our little ones are latching on to our faith as we're teaching them how to pray. And I've got an audio clip that's going to absolutely melt your heart of a little girl who's praying before bedtime, and you've got to hear this. So stick around. We'll get into it shortly after your weather and word of life. Well, hey, you know, it's so important for us to pass along our faith to help our kids to understand this relationship that we have with our Heavenly Father. And one great way of doing that is through prayer. I mean, I know we have these go-to prayers for just before dinner or maybe even just before bed, but when your kid really latches onto it, it warms your heart. And here is just a little audio clip of a little girl saying her prayers before bed. See if this doesn't just melt you. Now I lay me down to sleep. Now I play my nose I so to keep. Let me keep me till the night and see the sun so shining bright. Amen. I love that. Oh, that little voice, so cute. But she's reaching out to her Heavenly Father, asking to keep her safe through the night. That's a big deal. That's childlike faith right there. And I hope that inspires us all to, to reach out and to to really talk with our Heavenly Father. You know, sometimes we get so busy, we forget to pray. But God wants that relationship, that conversation with us every 
day. So if it's been a while, hey, why don't you try it right now? Don't close your eyes and bow your head, especially if you're driving, but just talk to God like he's your father. Tell him what's going on in your life, what you're dealing with. And here's the kicker. Give him time to respond. Stay quiet and listen for his voice and see if you don't hear something back from him. Yeah, it's life-changing. If you're listening to this radio station, likely you go to a church nearby. And I I wanted to ask you a question. So what do you do for first-time guests, for visitors at your church? Are you a part of the ministry that decides, you know, what's the gift? You know, lots of times churches decide to give away coffee cups, right? With their logo on there. I mean, it's a great idea or even a tumbler and sometimes a pen with the, the church logo on it. There's all kinds of stuff that we can do to kind of give away to, to, you know, just let people know we appreciate them. Sometimes fresh baked cookies. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's a great idea too. But I came across this one idea that kind of does away with the whole coffee cup idea. It, it puts a different spin on it. So I wanted to play this for you to see if maybe, um, I don't know, this might be the right fit for your church. Here, take a listen and see if this makes sense. Okay, churches, please stop giving people coffee mugs that visit your church. Literally cleaning all of my coffee mugs out right now. How about instead of doing that, why don't you reach out to a local coffee shop, not a Starbucks, and I'm sure they will gladly sell you $5 gift cards for $4 if you buy them bulk. So if you go buy 50 gift cards for $4, it's like 200 bucks and you're supporting a local business, they might even go visit your church after you do that. Your new guest would be blown away and you're not cluttering people's cabinets with more coffee mugs that they don't need. What do you think about that? I thought that was a really cool idea myself. Yeah, Uh, especially, I mean, you're reaching out into the community at the same time, you're supporting a local business, and hey, there's a lot of goodwill going between uh, the church, the business, and then the visitors, and it just creates this big ball of love. (laughs) Just an idea for you. Plus, it'll unclutter some people's coffee cup cabinet, because I think maybe we have plenty of those by now. (laughs) Just an idea for you, but I know that you're always looking for ways to, to reach people and to you know let them know you love them so just an idea for you had to pass it along to you now that guy right there is over on tiktok and he's got quite a lot of good advice if you want to find him he goes by brady sticker yeah brady sticker over on tiktok so you can check him out so in order to eat healthy you have to have some um I don't know, some fresh foods, right? Good quality foods has to come from like a fresh market or Whole Foods or something like that, right? No, actually, no, not at all. I'm going to tell you how one lady is making healthy meals from Dollar Tree coming up next. Unfortunately, it's something that's changing today. Yeah, all the people who rely on SNAP, you know, food stamps, what does SNAP stand for? That is a supplemental nutrition assistance program. A lot of families are going to be losing some money starting today because some of those pandemic era uh, financial boosts that the government put into place well they lop off as of today that means that some households uh, could have a hundred and eighty dollar drop in that financial assistance some around 90 95 bucks so it's more important now than ever to find really cost-effective ways to feed yourself and your family, and it can be tough. 
especially when you want to feed them healthy foods, right? Because so many times the cheap stuff is the highly priced, highly processed stuff. The stuff that's not so good for you. I mean, when I think of struggle food, uh, one of the things that's top of mind is ramen noodles. Yeah, <laughs> believe me, uh, when I was in college, I went through plenty of those packs of ramen noodles. I got creative with them because it's what I had to work with, right? But it's not necessarily the most healthy option. In fact, I put on some pounds while I was in college. <laughs> I didn't eat the best in the world. But you know what? For so many people, this whole idea of eating healthy is directly tied to a lot of money because you got to have a lot of money to afford the quality ingredients. That's simply not the case. Rebecca is really leading the charge on this. She's over on TikTok, and what she's doing is pretty revolutionary. She is giving some inspiration to people who have a really tight budget. Here is what she's up to. Take a listen to this. I have a $35 budget to see if I can buy a week's worth of groceries at Dollar Tree. $35 equals out to about $5 a day, and I still feel like that's a relatively reasonable price to feed a single individual. Now, as is common practice with all of my budget grocery videos, I only shop at one Dollar Tree on one given day, and the only things I can use from home are oil, salt, and pepper. One other thing that I do differently from other budget content creators is I try to keep in mind that not everyone that's on a budget necessarily has hours on end to spend in the kitchen cooking food. And one final note is that I don't like calling these videos a challenge because someone out there only has $35 a week to spend on groceries and this is geared to help those individuals so I feel like calling it a challenge sometimes makes a game out of someone's lifestyle. With all that being said, welcome to Budget Grocery Week number two. And here she is. She's doing it. She's making healthy meals from these ingredients she's only getting from Dollar Tree. Yeah, you can follow along as well. If you have TikTok, all you have to do is type in Dollar Tree Dinners and you will find her. Her name is Rebecca and she's doing an amazing job. She's making all kinds of food. I'm looking at a, a picture of stir fry right here. All of this she found at Dollar Tree. And you know, there are plenty of Dollar Trees around. It's a great way to save some money. So I just wanted to throw that out there, especially because we have so many people who are food insecure and getting worse right now with these extra benefits coming off as of today. So also that being said, you know, maybe it's a great opportunity for us to realize how we can help our community, how we can reach out maybe to the local food pantry, to our church who has a food pantry. Maybe we can donate some items. Maybe we can give a check to help, you know, get some groceries up to give away to people in need. It's just a very practical way to help our community and be the hands and feet of Jesus. So I just wanted to throw it out there. Again, if you want to follow her, you can find her at Dollar Tree Dinners over on TikTok. From what I have observed, dogs and cats have very different personalities. A dog is always up for a good time. A cat, however, is very moody. From time to time, they want nothing to do with you, right? Yeah, well, I came across uh, a cat that actually is always down. For some petting more like a dog than anything else but you know what his clinginess caused his owner to surrender him to an animal shelter yeah tell you what they did about that and how uh, they found jerry a new home <laughs> coming up next after hope darst and if the lord builds the house i love talking about pets i really do but I i'm going to tell you about jerry here in just a second a black and white kitty who found himself at the humane society in broward county florida yeah because he was too affectionate that's almost unheard of right especially for a cat but first let me tell you about a local pet story if you remember back uh, a few weeks ago 
we had God's Feral Felines on the show. First time I've ever had kittens in the studio, and it was magical. We did it on the radio. We did it on a Facebook Live as well. We had a blast, right? Trying to let people know about what they were doing. And um, so glad we had them in. But I got uh, an update. <laughs> and I love what was said here. It said, hey, Stephen, you might remember I mentioned during the interview for God's Feral Felines that we had just gotten a litter in the day before. Well, here's a funny... Well, maybe it's a funny story. I'm hoping you find it funny anyway. We named them after some of our supporters. Stephen, Clay, Michael, Charles, and Janet. Stephen was adopted on Valentine's Day. The man is head over heels in love with him. However, he did rename him Demon. Why, you might ask? Because at 3 a.m., he snuggles up next to his head, sticks his nose in his ear, and starts purring. <laughs> Yeah, he also found the string on the blinds and played for hours and then crashed for the rest of the day. Yeah, this little guy, he's a pretty cute little cat. So, and that's weird coming from me because I'm a dog person, not a cat person. But it was really a fun time having those kittens here in the studio. So maybe you are a cat person, but you know, lots of times those cats, they're not very affectionate. At least not all the time. Sometimes they really want some loving, but other than that, leave them alone, right? Well, let me tell you a little bit about Jerry. Jerry is considered too affectionate. That's the reason why he found himself at the Humane Society. Yeah, with a sign that reads this. This is what the Humane Society did to help get Jerry a forever home. It's a sign written that says, too affectionate. Yep, that's the reason my owner turned me in. She said that I annoyed her with how sweet and affectionate I was. It was too, I was too much for her. She said, I waited at the door for her and talked too much. I loved her, but she didn't love me back. I'm hoping somebody will love me for who I am. Love, Jerry. P.S. I've been waiting a long time for a home. Yeah. So the Humane Society Marketing Department, they did an amazing job with this sign. They posted it on TikTok and they got somebody the next day to come in and say, hey, I'll take Jerry off your hands. And they were so appreciative. Not only did they take Jerry off their hands, but they also sponsored the adoption fees for three other cats there at the shelter. How cool is that? So Jerry, the too affectionate cat, <laughs> is really just what the world needs, you know? <laughs> hey, a little reminder today. A story like this, if you have pets at home, give them a little extra snuggle, you know? They deserve it. And hey, if you don't have a pet, what are you waiting on? Maybe you could use a pet, maybe from God's Feral Felines. It's right here in Marshall County. You can find them over on Facebook, by the way. I'm just saying, you you might find a cat that you like. <laughs> All right, you're starring Wells with Joy in the Morning. There are many kinds of phone calls that you can get, and uh, some of them, robocalls. I mean, you can't really help that, right? You can put your phone number on the Do Not Call registry, but usually that doesn't work, right? You've got um, sometimes these people who will call um, because you owe a, a debt. Now, let's just talk about that for a second, because uh, I think all of us have probably gotten ourselves into a situation before where maybe we had to put something on payments. Maybe maybe it was a, a medical bill those things are really expensive so maybe you forgot to make a payment on that and then all of a sudden you get this call from a debt collector and it's like oh not this please not this and they're so adamant about talking with you and want to get it resolved over the phone and so the back and forth happens and maybe you do set up a, a payment structure so that every month uh, something comes out and 
you know, life gets busy. Sometimes they call back and hearing from a debt collector is never fun. But what if they're calling you uh, and instead they should be calling somebody else? But for some reason, they know you're tied to that person. So they harass you instead of harassing them. And they say, hey, you need to get a message to this person. Well, that can be a little tricky, right? Yeah, well, this attorney actually did a little something about that to keep it from ever happening again. And he was very creative with his way of doing it. So stick around. We'll talk about it. And uh, who knows? You might want to use this app too. Here's Citizen Way and love has won. We'll get into the story next. I know some people who would rather have a text message and a phone call any day of the week. They're like, yeah, just let me know what you need via text message. And in fact, some people, when I call to leave a message, they don't answer their phone. They'll say, um, just text me. I don't answer voicemails. It's like, oh, okay, I, I can do that. Because let's be honest, getting phone calls can sometimes, I don't know, be annoying, especially if you don't know the number. Maybe you're one of those who doesn't answer the phone if you don't know the number. I don't have that privilege because I work here at the radio station and my number is like public knowledge and, and people, you know, I always have to be available to help people out. Maybe get them on board with the radio station. So I answer my phone. Well, um, for some people, they're like, if I don't know the number, I'm not answering it for good reason, because there are all kinds of calls coming through, right? Robocallers, telemarketers, uh, I don't know, something about car warranties uh, or Medicare, Medicaid. Let's see what else. AARP, I've gotten that call before. I'm not even 50. I'm 40 years old and already getting AARP calls. Anyway, um, and then sometimes you get the debt collector and it might not even be your debt. It might be somebody that you know that you're related to who has debt and somehow they figure out that you're related to them and they call you and harass you and say, hey, you need to get a message to this person. Well, that's exactly what happened to this guy who happens to be a lawyer. He said yesterday on Friday, well, I got an urgent voicemail on my personal cell phone from a lady at ARS Services insisting that I call back no later than 4.30 p.m. Now, this was at 3 I'm an attorney and I do sometimes get time sensitive calls and voicemail messages on my personal phone, but I had no clue what ARS means or who they are or what case they were calling about. So I call back and it's a debt collector and they try to bully me about some credit card debt my ex-wife of eight years has incurred with them demanding that I get a message to her. I asked them why they're calling me and leaving a message like that and they were rude and then hung up they wouldn't pick up when I called back. So I used an Android phone redialer app and called them through the night and left over 600 voicemails for them last night. Should be a fun Monday morning for them. Happy Monday, ARS. <laughs> well, petty revenge goes a long way sometimes. I mean, they shouldn't have been calling him in the first place, right? Because it wasn't his debt. So there are ways that you can get creative and you can kind of spam them and, and, you know, waste their time. Honestly, if I'm being completely transparent every now and then when I get a robocall or really when it's somebody else, it's a telemarketer. I will turn the tables on them. I'll use my announcer voice and I'll say, did you know you could save 15% or more by switching your car insurance? Press one now to find out how. <laughs> or you know, I'll use one of the old scripts like, thank you for calling the mental health hotline. If you're obsessive compulsive, please press one repeatedly. If you're codependent, please have someone press two for you. If you suffer from multiple personalities, please press three, four, five, six, <laughs> and the list goes on. But anyway, I do have some fun with them from time to time because ain't nobody got time for that. But then again, they're wasting my time. So let's, let's have a little fun with it, you know? But yeah, sometimes petty revenge feels good. But I mean, 600 phone calls? 
that's a, that's a little a little much but I bet they won't call them back again. <laughs> Mission accomplished, right? Have you ever noticed that when you need to rely on technology, it has a funny way of letting you down? Yeah, um, well, there's this uh, this cheer competition where these cheerleaders are on the mat and they are vying for a, an award, right? So they're pouring out their hearts. They've trained so many months for this. And here they are doing their routine and all of a sudden the music just stops. What happened next? Well, it's going to put a smile on your face. Stick around. I'll tell you the whole story next. Say you have a really big presentation at work and you're having to rely on PowerPoint or some kind of technology and you get there and then you find out the PowerPoint's not going to work. Oh my goodness. That feeling in the pit of your stomach. It's like, oh my gosh, can I just go home? This is not working. Can we, can we push this meeting? Maybe do it another day? But nope, you got to go through with it. Uh, it's not a very nice feeling. Right. Well, imagine now instead of one person, it's a bunch, say, I don't know, 25, 30 kids together who have learned a cheer routine for a national competition. Right. You've practiced for months. You get on the mat, you start the routine and then something unexplainable happens. Yeah, it makes you cringe. It's like, oh, really? It had to happen right now. So you heard the music, it cut out, that was not planned. But what you might not realize is cheerleaders usually learn their cheers without the music. Yep, just to a count of eight. So what you hear the uh, crowd doing in the background there is counting one, three, five, seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They are helping this cheer team who's still on the mat and they're still doing their routine. They're not gonna stop because the music stopped and the crowd had their back. This auditorium was full of other cheerleaders who have been there before. They couldn't imagine what it must feel like. So they are coming to the assistance of the cheerleaders on the mat. I love this because they're competitors. They could have totally been silent and watched these girls just try their hardest with no help at all. But they're like, nope, we can't do that. We've got to help. So they count. They clap and they watch this whole cheer team do their whole routine. And hey, it was amazing. It is so cool. It's gotten like over 10 million views already. It was just posted two days ago. How cool is that? Everybody just helping each other out. You know what? I think there's some really good parents teaching some kids some really good life lessons there. <laughs> That's good stuff. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me here on the Lifeline Morning Show. Here's Consumed by Fire with First Things First. Wendy really has a way with words. This is what Wendy has to say about marriage. I never realized how beautiful and ugly marriage can be at the same time. Interwoven so tightly together and made known to us, these moments were what we agreed to when we made our vows to each other so many years ago. The beautiful and the ugly, for better and for worse. Ugly, it's a strong word to use, but when we're experiencing these moments, it feels that way, doesn't it? Just ugly. The ugly moments when we fight and utter words to each other we'd never utter to anyone else with an earshot. The ugly moments when we argue in circles, overriding each other's voices because no one's really listening anyway. The ugly moments when every flaw in our character stands out like a sore thumb 
The ugly moments when our time together is spent antagonizing each other rather than enjoying each other's company. And those ugly moments when we dare wonder how we ended up together when all we do is cause each other strife. And of course, no one wants to talk about these ugly parts of marriage. It can be embarrassing, a sign of failure on our part, that we don't know how to fight fair, that we're hopeless communicators, that our personality is so aggravating, or perhaps worse yet, that we made the wrong choice in a partner and our marriage is doomed to fail. Sometimes, we also fall into the trap of falsely thinking we're the only ones struggling with the ugliness. So we tuck away these ugly moments. We sweep them into a dark corner where no one will notice. We hope they'll go away, disappear completely into the abyss so we can just hurry back to the beautiful. In moments of utter despair, we reach out in prayer, asking God to change our spouse so they may see their wayward ways, knowing that deep down, it is us who will be required to change first. When we're in the throes of the ugly, it can be so very hard to remember that the beautiful can feel amazing. Our vision is clouded, a thick fog of tension looms overhead, and we're unable to notice the beauty that also exists around us. The beautiful moments when we're loving and kind and respectful to each other. The beautiful moments when we talk and connect and it seems like we just get each other. When we only see the good that resides within each other. When our time together is relished. When we are intimate and connect on another level that's simply indescribable in words. We often forget that these beautiful moments are not far and few between. Rather, they're frequent and they hold us together so that when the ugly does hit, we have a lifeline in place, an anchor that keeps us from straying too far away from each other. For the longest time, I wish that marriage could just be the beautiful, the for better moments. Things would be so much easier this way, wouldn't they? But when I realized something, well, I realized this. This is life, and life isn't fair. This is marriage, and marriage isn't all sunshine and rainbows. The beautiful, the ugly, and even the mediocre all wrapped into one is what marriage is like once the infatuation and honeymoon stages have long passed and passion is no longer the glue holding things together. Now, when we're in the midst of a storm, when our marriage is like a torrential downpour of rain, that just won't seem to let up. Well, I remember the words that were asked of us so many years ago, for better and for worse, the beautiful and the ugly. Because truth be told, while those ugly moments certainly do exist, there are a heck of a lot of beautiful moments that are ubiquitous too. Wow. I think she really gets it. Marriage is not all rainbows and sunshine, is it? I've been married now for almost 16 years. And I can tell you, yeah, we've had our disagreements. We've had times where we really got on each other's nerves. There are times where we really showed those bad sides of our character. But somehow we always seem to work it out and that's what family does and i just wanted to to share that with you today to let you know hey nobody has the perfect marriage not one single person so just keep after it love is a choice choose to love your other half and keep moving forward work it out it is worth it thanks again for hanging out with me today here on the lifeline i'll see you right back here tomorrow from six to ten i can't wait we'll play another carline competition too have a great day.